This is a drawing by an artist named Everett Patterson. It's called Jose y Maria. It's a nativity photo that was published a few years ago. And it's called Jose y Maria because that is a Spanish equivalent of Joseph and Mary. It's the image of a young couple caught in the rough part of town. Take a few seconds to see what you find in this picture. I'm sure most of you saw the convenience store in the backdrop. Not the CVS version, but the all-night bars on the window sort. The nicer ones have a cat. A lot of them have bathrooms you don't want to go in. The hotel sign in the background proves it's not the best part of town. It's not even a Super 8, but something local. The sure mark of either a small town or a rough part of town in a larger city. We see those sorts of hotels in the not-so-nice part of Arizona Ab Avenue. They advertise weekly rates. The homeless people who come here asking for help say that they find places to stay there. They also tell stories of bedbugs and roaches in those hotels. In this image, they're the marks of dirty streets, littered with cigarette butts and empty cans and bottles. It's not the sort of place where anyone would want to get stuck for too long. But here's this young couple anyway. And it doesn't take us long to see the Christmas story in this image. It's the story of no room at the inn here in this city of David. Maria is sitting on a donkey, at least a donkey of sorts. And there is a star over the couple, pointing the way to find them. Those wise men in the background and good news are plastered on a sign above. And all those good news signs that are in between are in the vestiges of signs for beer and cigarettes and junk food. They proclaim good news just the same. Maria is wearing a Nazareth high school sweatshirt. It's where they came from, after all. Seems like a reasonable choice of clothing for many teenagers. And if you look closer, there's even more. That discarded newspaper there on the ground features ads for shepherd watches and, glo 
and glad and tied. Remember that the shepherds watched their flocks at night when angels came and brought them glad tidings of great joy, which shall be for all people. You keep looking that Gloria on a sticker that is slapped to the phone reminds us of the heavenly host of angels that came and sang glory. Glory to God in the highest. Part of the scribbling on the phone, too, says Zeke 34, 15 through 16. It's a reference to the book of Ezekiel, where Ezekiel writes, I myself will feed my flock and make them lie down. This is what the Lord God says. I will seek out the lost, bring back the strays, bind up the wounded, and strengthen the weak. But the well-fed and the strong I will destroy, because I tend my sheep with justice. The graffiti that's there on that donkey's machine looks like nothing unless you look closely, and then it reads, Word and Flesh. John's intro to his gospel describes who Jesus is, saying, For the word became flesh and dwelt among them. And there, peeking out of the sidewalk, there's a tiny sprout. One of the passages of Isaiah, often read in Advent, as we wait for the Messiah, is the prophecy, A shoot shall come from the stump of Jesse. There are bits and pieces all around. And they all point to the story of Jesus if we know where to look. It's unlikely that someone who had never heard the story of Jesus would be able to find them. And the more of it you know, the more you see in this picture. And even I, who took a pretty good look and spent some time studying these things, and pretty sure that I missed a few of the signs here. We're following the lectionary for the season of Advent, and so we kick off Advent with writings about an apocalypse. This is an apocalypse of cosmic proportions, when the heavens literally begin to fall. And I think in light of that, maybe the little fig tree story is more helpful. It's stuck there in the middle of the cosmic things, and rather than cosmic, it's tiny. And it's something that we see happen in plants all the time. The branches become tender, new leaves appear, and we know that a growing season is coming. It is decidedly hopeful, this new growth, which, according to the Bible, hope is a product of an apocalypse. In this case, the heavens crash down and reorder themselves to make way for this new reign of God. There are signs along the way and a call to stay alert, but those things aren't warnings. Instead, they're invitations. They're invitations to see what could be. It's the story of new growth on plants 
Or here in the desert, maybe it's the story of three consecutive days under 90 for the first time in the fall. It is an invitation to hope, not in what is, but in what could be. Last week, I invited you to be thankful and to continue to cultivate gratitude. And on this Sunday, as we look for hope, I invite you to look at the world the way you looked at that photo. Search for glimmers and the hidden things and what you'd never see if you didn't look closely and what you'd never see if you hadn't learned God's story. Because this Advent season, we carry with us the hope and voice of the prophets who saw and named what God was doing in their world and in ours. Amen.